The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. Great to be with you on a Tuesday. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel. Hope you're all right on a Tuesday as we are gearing up for the roadie to Minnesota, live from the graduate tomorrow and uh, through much of uh, the week, even uh, Friday following, I have still not conned Cranach out of his sweet seat for Pearl Jam Saturday, but I am very persistent. Numbers to get in, 489-1240. 489-1240 can dial us up, can join us. Also in the stream, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Subscribe to that. Get all the content you want, the press conferences, uh, all that goodness. And, of course, watch the show that way. You can archive the show uh, in uh, many forms, not only with the YouTube channel, the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed. You can watch the show live right there. And uh, the podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. We'll spend time with Mitch Sherman from The Athletic. Mitch will be with us in about 15 minutes in hour two. Uh, longtime Nebraska offensive lineman Matt Verzel going to join us. Uh, Verz with us around 5 o'clock. John Mabry will check in. It is going to be a glorious celebration tomorrow at Memorial Stadium for Nebraska Volleyball. John has a tremendous book out, uh, Nebraska Volleyball, The Origin Story. So we'll sit down with John Mabry coming up here in about an hour and a half and uh, talk some Big Red Volleyball, how it grew to becoming the monster, a friendly monster, unless you're playing them in a uh, uh, just a giant capacity. It's going to be a celebration. And even the, the national outlets are picking up just what Nebraska and volleyball is going to do tomorrow with that potential world record. 489-1240, Chris at HaleVarsity.com can email the show that route or just dial us up at 800-825-5865 or 489-1240. We'll get to your calls. The news of the day is uh, a bit of a sad piece of news, and that is on Eric Gilbert. If you're not familiar, if you're not on social media, if you're not been following any Husker news just to reset this from the Lincoln Police Department uh, about 2 a.m. LPD were dispatched to the report of a burglary at SJ's Liquor and Vape Shop 2645 O Street. Upon arrival, officers observed a glass door that had been shattered with a large cement chunk from the parking lot. Officers observed the suspect walking toward the exit carrying a bag. Officers arrested 21-year-old Eric Gilbert of Lincoln without incident, was taken to Lancaster County Jail for burglary. Total value of the items in the bag, $1,672.07. That included a variety of vape products, Delta 8 cigars, and lighters. Damage to the business, approximately $650. So, that is the news on Eric Gilbert. We'll hear from Coach Rule in just a moment. Get his thoughts uh, on the situation shortly. And listen, 
Um, no good way to say this. You hope that things turn out okay for Eric Gilbert. You hope things turn out for the, the business owner. Okay, let's, let's separate both of those things right now. Uh, Elijah and I both have seen footage of this. It's floating around on social media, the, uh, the incident, the break-in. And right now, you've got a, a business that is dealing with a mess. And you have a uh, former five-star player that is waiting on a waiver. And at 2 a.m. on 27th Street, uh, this went down. And it's... Uh, Problematic. That's the lamest word I can use, but it is. It's problematic because you got a guy right now that has not been doing what he wants to be doing, and that's playing football. You've got a guy right now that's dealing with mental health challenges. You've got a guy right now that made a brutal decision, allegedly. It's on camera. Uh, And that's not good for him. That's not good for the, the team. So there's, there's so many off-ramps here to go with this, Elijah, where uh, things can be put back together, maybe. But you've got a guy right now that is, is struggling in Eric Gilbert, and uh, this is not an action, an alleged action of somebody that is in a great space right now. So uh, that is my thought on it, and you just hope, things calm down and settle down football or not for Eric Gilbert you hope things calm down and settle down for the business owner uh, because that sucks to deal with you ever had anyone bust into your house yes actually same same so my situation it wasn't a business but I felt invaded yeah you felt you violated the v word violated and I had a bunch of my autographs you know, when you're a teenager, you have your, your autographs on display. At least some of us dorks do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you've got all those all those baseballs I had, all the signed football crap, my Barry Sanders signed ticket where he played the Giants his rookie year, him and Rodney Pete signed a ticket. A family friend got it for us. Shout out Linda Johnson. And... I had that on display. It's freaking Barry Sanders. And we come home. Actually, my, my, my girlfriend slash future wife, this is funny. She went into my room to, to take care of our <laughs> the pet rabbit named Claude. Well, somebody had busted through my window, crawled through. We think it was a neighbor kid, legit. And the rabbit was unharmed. Thank God. And uh, they just ransacked the house and, was, and took my dad's underwear, well, which could have been used as a parachute, and, I might add. And I'll assume because you said that you assume it was the neighbor kid, the culprit was never found? Uh, it was the the items were returned and turned in through an attorney. Okay. Okay. So the culprit was never found, but justice was served. I don't know. You don't know. I think by getting your, we got your, well, yeah, we got our stuff back, but long, maybe that's and, not justice. But they came to a short. happy resolution. <laughs> and I, I think there's there's three ways you look at it with this situation with Gilbert. 
whenever you think about a from the business owner's point of view you're happy for them that i mean how many vape shop robberies have we heard about in lincoln within the past 12 months that they never end up finding the 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 culprit like from a business owner point of view i think you can be happy that they found the culprit but then you turn around and from a husker fan point of view there's the two ways you look at it with eric gilbert the person Mm -hmm. and eric gilbert the, the football player i'm gonna start with eric gilbert the person because I think that's a much more important angle to take at this yep. time. You think about, and, and Shmini, whenever you and I, as, as you kind of laid out, there's a video making the rounds of some of the security footage from that that from last night. And I, I think both of our reaction is, who in their right mind would do this? And I think that's the angle you have to take, because I don't think Eric Gilbert... In their we've heard, right mind. In their right mind. I don't think Eric Gilbert, whenever you watch the footage, whenever you hear some of the issues he was dealing with at Georgia and at Florida and at LSU... I think he's an individual who's in need of some help right now. Sure. So I, I think that's the first place. And I think look Nebraska's had wide open arms to try and take him in and be there for him. Now there is accountability that needs to happen, and I don't know if if Eric Gilbert is or is not on medicine. I, I don't. But maybe you've had a loved one or a friend or a family member that has had to be on medicine because of mental health issues, mm-hmm. and if you go off the meds. It is disastrous well, for, you, for that individual, and it's disastrous for the family. And, and even some people that get on the wrong med for what they're supposed to be. Right. It, it, off the med, on the wrong med, whatever, it can lead to erratic behavior. And I think that's the, the definition of what we saw last night. It was an individual acting erratically, not thinking about the bigger picture. And that's what makes you worry about Eric Gilbert, the person, what he's dealing with in his personal life. Because mm-hmm. so many times, whenever you watch these football players, you separate them, the person, from them, the football player. You see what they do on Saturdays. And they're, they're not even a person at that point. They're just a, a football player, an athlete who you want to go score a touchdown or make a sack or whatever. You don't think of them as the person. And then you have moments like last night that kind of bring the two together mm-hmm. and you realize it's about more than football for Eric Gilbert. It's about more than football for everyone within the Husker football program. And, and you worry about him, the person, in a moment, in a time like today that we're seeing because that was not behavior that you'd expect from somebody who, I mean, they're getting stipend checks from the university. I know at some point in time he was getting NIL money. I'm not sure if that was affected by the status of his waiver. I know there's some NCAA verbiage about how uh, NIL money has to be tied to performance on the field. And if you're not able to play, are you eligible to still receive or, NIL or money? Or you aren't playing. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I do know that Gilbert had a deal signed with the 1890 Collective. So you would think that there was some NIL money coming in. You, you don't know why he needs the cash to go rob a vape store and i assume sell those vapes for a profit that that's where your mind first goes that's kind of the erratic behavior we're talking about it doesn't seem to make sense but then you also think about eric gilbert the football player with what his future how that may have just changed after last night this is the guy that was the number one tight end recruit in the country in his class was the guy that played in the who's who programs of college football i mean he was at georgia last year playing behind two future nfl tight ends and he was probably going to be next in that line Mm -hmm. And then you think about what Matt Rule said earlier this year, where, hey, even if Eric Gilbert doesn't see the field, we're going to get him ready for the draft. That was his potential. He was a guy that was going to go make money based on how he played the game in the NFL. That was his future. And now I think some of that gets drawn into question after last night with some of his personal history that we've, uh, maybe it's rumored, maybe it's on the record at, at Georgia and LSU and Florida. All of that now is called into question. You worry about Eric Gilbert, the football player, too. But I think first and foremost, you worry about Eric Gilbert, the person. Matt asks if uh, when the invader broke into my house, if that's when the invader left the illegal fireworks. That is the story my father told the police when they searched the house and there was too many bottle rockets to count. 
that were in the spare room. Let's hear from Matt Rule on Gilbert. He opened today's presser on the news of the day. First of all, obviously, I, you know, I came into work today and got the phone call about uh, Eric. Uh, obviously, um, really disappointed, really sad for him. Um, you know, when we took when we took Eric, we thought we had a good. We, we, we knew we had a good group of people that were going to help him through some of the issues he's he's dealing with in his life. Um, had been really proud of the job he had done in the spring, summer. Um, but to be honest, during camp, you know, he's, he's, had, he's had some struggles. He's been working to overcome them. We have a great group of people here trying to help him. And then, um, obviously, last night um, happened. So I don't have a lot of details. You guys probably have more details than me. I, I got a quick phone call and then went out to the field. So, um, you know, we'll work through those, you know, as we get more information. But uh, sad and disappointed. Um, disappointed for him and his family. Disappointed, obviously, for the business owner. And um, uh, we'll have to just work through it as we move forward. Um, so you're sitting here waiting on a waiver. You're, you're, you're playing, and I'm not blaming this on the NCAA. There's been that talking point today on social media by some fans that, well, if the NCAA get off their ass and get this kid his waiver, he'd be playing football, and maybe last night or early this morning doesn't happen. Fair point, but there's ultimate personal responsibility and i know that is difficult with somebody that is struggling with mental health issues but there still is laws there still are choices there still is right there still is wrong and there are going to be consequences for what went on mental health or not now there needs to be some considerations with all of this but there still is the fact that a business was busted into there was things taken and you got caught walking out with a with a bag full of stuff rule was asked about you know what's next for gilbert when it comes to the program cut five here yeah i'm not prepared to speak on him you know i don't i don't know anything about it um you know, like I said, I really just got, got the phone call, and you know, I've, I've learned over the years not to jump to conclusions, not to jump to things. So, um, you know, as you know, I mean, he wasn't really practicing with us, you know, prepared, preparing to play. He was you know, on the scout team, so this doesn't impact our team, and um, our team's ready to play. So, um, you know, I'll just kind of take it. And I'm sure Trev and the people in the athletic department will have a lot to say in that. Has there been any update on his waiver? No, not, not as of yet. So. Scott chimes in. It's obvious this young man needs help, but unfortunately, those of us battling issues can't be helped until we truly want to change. Sadly, many people have to hit rock bottom before they can be helped. And I think there's been a big-time helping hand by Nebraska, by the support staff. There's been nothing but caring, but also accountability. I mean, Eric Gilbert's a talent, that at some programs, you don't want to risk losing, even though he's transferred out. He's a he, he's a type of talent. Other coaches would just do just go get out there and catch football, go make a block, go be a matchup nightmare on third and eight. But there's been, uh, in my humble opinion, a lot of accountability by Nebraska. I mean, you don't. A lot of programs don't have a five-star tight end on the scout team because it's not been earned in practice to be higher on the depth chart. So I, I like that. The, the next step now is for Nebraska to 
focus in. There's the distraction question. Rule did address that. We'll be ready to go. He wasn't part of their game plan. But again, back to what we talked about, Elijah, the, the, the person, not the player, that is the important part here. We'll get Mitch Sherman's take on this. Mitch joins us from The Athletic as uh, we'll get ready to rock and roll on a Tuesday. A Tale of Varsity presented by Currency.